You're good, Jeremy? Okay. We'll go ahead and get started. Georgia Tech interim head coach Brent Key. Coach, if you could open this up with some uh, remarks before we take questions. Yeah, outstanding game play by our guys. You know, in all phases, those guys, they, we, we, we developed a plan during the week. Uh, they understood the plan. Plan not a, might not have made sense to a lot of people, but it made sense to the people that came on that plane up here to go play. They understood it. They bought into it. They believed in it. And regardless of what the score was in the game, they stuck to that. And they believed uh, They believed that sticking to the plan would, would give them the outcome that they wanted. And can't say enough about these kids uh, from what they've been through the last you know, couple of months and the resiliency that they have and the way they prepare during the week, the way they prepare on Friday and Saturdays before the game, after the, the physical preparation is done, uh, the belief that they have in themselves, the belief they have in their teammates, the belief that they have in the team as a whole. <clears throat> uh, can't say enough about them. I mean, you, you, you cannot go through more ups and downs than these kids have. You cannot have more adversity hit you in the face than these kids have right, in the game of football. But again, it's football. They understand that the football is a game. They understand that what's important in life. And, you know, it was a great way for these guys to, to, to work through the week um, and go out and, and play a complete game. And defensive line did an outstanding job of sticking to the plan, getting pressure on the quarterback, affecting the quarterback. We didn't know if there was going to be that many opportunities to get sacks. But we knew if they kept pressuring the uh, – you know, pressure on the quarterback, it, it would make him make mistakes. Understanding their rush lanes, the discipline, discipline within their rush lanes, to be able to, you know, condense the pocket, make him make throws off off, off level. Uh, the back end for, you know, we knew there were going to be some big plays here and there. We knew that they were they, they were going to get their chunks, uh, but the, but the overlap in the defense to keep some of those big plays from, uh, from from ending up being touchdowns. You know, we had you know, they were running a little counter scheme, counter wide scheme, early in the game. Uh, we, we got it adjusted, got it fixed. You know, as the second half went along, gave up a you know explosive run to start the game there uh, on that side of the ball. But I can't say enough about the plan that Andrew put together, and the, you know, really between Andrew and Boogie and, and Travaris on the back end, and, and DT and, and Larry with the, the the mechanics they were working, the rush lanes and the rush games that they were doing up front uh, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, the, the, both those quarterbacks to go and, and complement each other throughout the game, understand the game plan, understand what we wanted to do with those guys. Uh, you know. When it was time to throw the ball, we, I thought the guys up front protected very well tonight. Um, you know, <clears throat> the, 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 the running the ball early, you know, some of it wasn't as pretty as we wanted it to be. Uh, but you know, as, as the game went on, we started popping you know, some, some bigger runs, some, four, you know, some of those three yards, two yards, ended up being some six, seven-yard runs, eight-yard runs. Uh, you know, to be able to you know, mix in the throws uh, versus, versus some of the blitz that they had in the quarterback run game with Tyson. You know, all in all, I think it was a, it was a well – a well-earned win by our guys and a hard-fought win, and uh, really, really excited for them. Okay, uh, we'll go ahead and take questions. Kelly, get us started. You guys were down 17 nothing. Was it really? And it seemed like an opportunity where maybe you know a lot of teams would fold up the tent, particularly against this level team. Can you talk about the last drive before the half when you guys scored the touchdown? It seemed like they were kind of daring you to do something there by calling the timeout and trying to get the ball back, and seemed like your guys responded at that point. And then yeah, I mean, I, th I think, I think. When, when when our guys play together and they they believe in the plan, I think we're a pretty darn good team too, Kelly. I think we we have it. it I don't know if there's anybody in that locker room that could tell you right now that it was 17 to nothing. I didn't know it was 17 to nothing. Um, you know, that that's 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 who this team is. That's who they've become. 
uh, regardless of score, regardless of you know adversity, regardless of uh, uh, what takes place within a game. It's about playing one play at a time. You know, leaving the last play behind, learning from it, playing the, playing that way for 60 whole minutes. And if you do that, you end up having a chance. Uh, that's 100. And, and, that, and that's what they did tonight. Go ahead, Ken. Um, you mentioned the game plan. What what elements of it would you say people might have been surprised or wouldn't have believed you could do? Oh, it was just you know, we wanted to shrink the game in the first half uh, offensively. We wanted to be able to possess the ball, control the tempo of the game. And when you say control the tempo of the game, controlling the tempo of the game doesn't always mean playing with fast tempo. Controlling the tempo of the game means playing play into the tempo that you want to on offense. And then that, in turn, helps the defense. I think we were up seven minutes at halftime, uh, time of possession. Uh, ended up in the game, you know, right around 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes uh, on the plus side in time of possession. That was part of the plan. Uh, we had to limit their possessions on offense. They're an explosive offense. The quarterbacks were a really, really good football player. They have good skill. And we had, to, uh, we had to limit those opportunities for them to be on the field. And, you know, when you do that, obviously you're, you're shrinking the football game. So you have to be effective in your possessions. And we, we, we had an aggressive mindset going in with fourth downs uh, of going forward on fourth. You know, some of the, the kind of the benchmarks that, that, I, that we had set uh, were right there. You know, early on the first drive of the game, we, 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 had, we were prepared crossing the 50-yard line going forward on fourth. We had a negative yardage play uh, that, that set us back a little bit. I think it ended up being fourth and five. Uh, but fourth and four was a go moving forward there. So the kids understood that. They understood the, the, the aggressive game plan that we had because if you're going to be in a, uh, a ball control game and a clock, uh, a, you know, a clock sucking game where you're going to do that, you've got to be able to extend drives with some explosives. You've got to be able to extend drives with some fourth downs. You've got to be able to extend drives uh, you know, in, in different ways than, than normal. So uh, they bought into it. Uh, they, they believed in it. Um, the coaches did an outstanding job through the week of coaching up, uh, coaching up what the plan was, and the kids believed in it and played played the game that way. Jonathan, you mentioned the plan, and and then it seemed like the tale of two halves. Did you guys make any adjustments at halftime, or was it more a case of continuing to do what you're doing, waiting for it to wear wear them down? I'm just trying to curious as to how that played out for you. Guys. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you can you can look at all the you can do all the planning you want as far as the. You know, statistical part of it and analytical part of it through the week, which we rely very heavy on that. I, I, that's something I, I really believe in. But when, when 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 the ball's kicked off in the game, you know you you've got to be able to rely on your gut. You got to be able to rely on you know what you what you're feeling for the game is. You can't be affected by outside uh, outside factors and, and change the course of action. And by doing that within the game, uh, sticking to that plan in the first half, and then able to get that touchdown uh, right before halftime and cut it to a really two score game. You know, you know, there was there was a, a a huge feeling there that you know it was going in the right direction. Um, you know, if we could continue to possess the ball in the second half, continue to eat some chunks up <coughs> on the ground and, and and flip the field position that way, uh, we would end up having a chance. And then you know the middle eight of the game we've talked about before yeah, that's, that's such a critical part of the football game to get that score there uh, at the end of the first half it was really big. You know, John just for you know with them uh, getting the uh, you know starting the second half, but for us you know momentum wise as well. Got time for two or three more. We'll go Patrick, and then we'll come over here. Coach Key, sort of the same thing, but two big sack points could have been the uh, 80 yard run out of the gate, and then the missed field goal opportunity. And your guys could have let it down a little bit. They, it seemed, seemed like they intensified from there, especially in the second half. Yeah, I mean, same process you're talking about. Yeah, same process. One play at a time. Play for 60 minutes. You have to put the play behind you. 
uh, you know, plays behind you. That's what they did. I looked at them after they came off the field on that 80-yard that run to start the game. I said, hey, boys, you know, you've only played one game. You shouldn't be tired. Or one play, you shouldn't be tired. Let's get ready to go. So, Gabriel. Yeah, how, how proud are you of just the final drive and the way those guys finished and, you know, moving the chains and not giving the ball back? Yeah, that, that's the name of the game. I mean, you play the game within you know different phases and the, the management of the game as it goes down between offense and defense and how the kicking game is going to play out there. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, if you can line up and, and take time off the clock and, and I mean give North Carolina credit, I mean they they went into that final drive. They had three timeouts with seven minutes to go in the in the you know, seven minutes to go in the in the in the game. So you know you're you're up against a huge challenge right there when you're uh, you know trying to move the football you know to kill the kill the game, but at the same time. You know, they've got three timeouts, so you've got to be pretty effective uh, on, on most all of your your plays within there to be efficient football plays, knowing they have the timeout. So to see those guys do that and be able to, to move the ball. I tell you, what, the, the the huge play was that one to Hassan. You know, they brought blitz zero. They 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 brought a saw blitz. Play cover zero with it. We knew they were going to play cover zero. Uh, we, we free released the back in a in a five man protection. You know, and regardless if you had you know nine guys or five guys protecting, they're going to bring one more. So we. We went with, you know, Chip called a five-man protection, free release the back into the flat. He ran a good route, and the quarterback, you know, just kind of, as I say, Larry birded over, Larry birded it over the top. Hassan made a good play, and, uh, you know, the football gods were, were on our side today. Right and, over here. And into this game, how confident were you in your defense's ability to defend in the red zone well? Because UNC had four trips to the red zone and only had ten points from those four trips. I mean, obviously there was an interception there as well, but it seemed like you guys avoided the big play tonight and were able to come up big uh, in, in the red zone. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's that's one of the huge situational aspects of the football game that you have to have to be good in you know whether it's offense or defense in the red area. Uh, you know we had the one you know kind of snafu on the field goal uh, early in the game. We were able to overcome that as the game went along. And uh, but yeah, I mean that's just part of the situational ball that that, that is so important. Whether it's the red area, uh, you know the short yardage situations that that become huge factors in the game or. Uh, you know, even when you're backed up, being able to push the ball and, and gain a first down to fl help flip the field position. Okay. We'll go ahead and wrap up with Coach. We'll get the players in here for you guys. So. All right. Thanks, guys. Go, Thank Jack you. go Jackets. Go Jackets.